This is a Brain Bites episode. We share two quick ideas we learned this week to help you leverage your brain for a better life. And always remember, make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button so that you never miss a Brain Tools episode. It's time to level up your brain. Let's get cracking. It's Brain Bites 25, and we're back after a little hiatus of a week just to take stock, a little bit of reflection uh, over the past couple years. And particularly for me, going from Melbourne all the way to Sydney and then to now Singapore, which I've been in for the past five, six years. And in that reflection, I do want to take you back. I want to take you back to 2016, and I just moved to Sydney. And it was my first time moving away from home in a separate place after university. And my mum, absolutely lovely, lovely lady. And she wanted to get me furniture and she gave me money to do so. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I just wanted to pocket it and spend it on other stuff. But I ended up going and I ended up uh, getting all the work, Scott, bedside table, bed frame, all that jazz that normal people do. And I had to build it, obviously, because it was Ikea. Like, where else am I going to get this stuff as a 20-something-year-old male going up and giving it a crack? And it was really late at night and I assembled it all by myself. Huge result. And it's such a weird concept, obviously paying a reasonably high price at that stage to assemble it yourself. And what was born from that is this notion of the Ikea effect, genuinely called an effect. And it's that we value things more when we've played a role in assembling them. In other words, we put effort into its creation. And what happened to me back in 2016, what happens every single day when people put IKEA furniture together is we have a tendency to value it given the time and effort we've put into it. And it happens largely for three core reasons. The first one is the need to feel psychologically competent. It's this concept of self-efficacy. It's the belief in our own abilities that allows us to exert control in our life. It's basically saying, can I do this? It's justifying that to you. And when we build something from scratch, when, you know, hopefully you need a bit of help as well, but it boosts our self-efficacy. The second one is effort justification. I'm sure you can relate to this, but we just want to feel like our effort was worth it. We don't want to feel like a sucker that could have spent probably less getting something, you know, pre-assembled and, you know, maybe have to get up the stairs to be fair, but we make a mental adjustment to value it more. And the third one is we like things that are associated with ourselves in a positive light. And this is the known as our positive self-concept. And that spills over to the things that we make. And it leads us to think that we are more valuable and the thing is more valuable itself. And you can see that the Ikea effect is one of those things that happens across our life, both to us and to the people around us. And there's a really core example here, a 2019 study. Yes, they did this to get kids to eat their vegetables. Now, I struggled this with as a child. Brussels sprouts, no. Broccoli, even no. But one thing these researchers did is if the person or the the child involved actually was helping cook the meal, they were more likely to eat the vegetables because they liked it. They felt like they valued that time that they had put into that process, that sense of agency to exert their control on it. And yeah, like I said, they were more likely to eat them. And so that one example, maybe that parents can use, can also foil into other aspects of your life. So I'm going to take two aspects of this. First, like to combat the Ikea effect, because again, when you walk in and you pay a lot of money for something that you assemble, it's like Korean barbecue in a way, like you end up cooking it. But the other side is how you can actually leverage it um, in your life as well for the better. So against the Ikea effect, obviously just make sure you do your research you know, compare the prices between things and make sure you get second opinions so you 
don't overinflate the value of the thing that you've built just because you built it. It might have been better off getting something else from somewhere that was obviously pre-assembled. And I'm talking obviously in a furniture lens, but in all aspects of your life. When we go into actually taking advantage of the IKEA effect, personal problems. Someone comes to you and maybe they might have broken up with their partner recently or they're going through a really difficult time. When they do come to you, obviously that's a sign of vulnerability and we want to create that safe space. But instead of giving them the answer, instead of telling them what they should do and telling them how they should feel, you coach them, you question them, you listen to them, you give them that space to speak and then allow them to come to their own conclusion, allow them to come to that solution once they've obviously understood the problem. And then what you do is you compliment them. You say, hey, you're the person that drove this. You were responsible for creating the solution. Well done. And that IKEA effect is actually in play. You're getting them to create the solution to their problem and you're simply being a guide. The other one is your life, right? The question that's on my mind a lot, and this is, might get a little existential, is what are you building? It's something that I ask a lot of people as well. What are you actually building right now? Not as a having a go that you should be building, but I'm just intrigued as to what they're trying to do with their interests, their passions, what they're good at, and so on. And what you'll find for most human beings, an essential part of human nature, which is what the IKEA effect leverages, is when you create something with your own hands or your own intellect, there is this motivation, there is this momentum that is generated that gets you through your day. So as an example here, I'm creating this podcast right now. After a podcast episode, I feel this energy because I've created something and I've obviously put that effort into it. So I think something to, I suppose, pose is thinking about creative endeavors that are at the intersection of what you're good at, you're interested in and would like to learn and give that a crack because you'd be so surprised at what it does for you from a self-efficacy point of view, which is a really core component of self-esteem and self-confidence and what how it positions yourself for, I don't know, the days to come. So as I wrap this up, Brain Bites 25, I think the key thing and key message about the IKEA effect is to take advantage of what is a core principle of human nature. What we build, we tend to value. And building with, I suppose the word is utility in mind, the usefulness of what you're building is a surefire way of spreading your impact on the people around you. And that wraps up Brain Bites 25. We hope you love this Brain Bites episode. If you wanted to support us, the best way is to add a screenshot of it to your Insta story or to share it in a WhatsApp group with friends or share the link to someone you think might benefit from it. We'll see you next time.